Kingdom Revelations is a program of Royal Identity Ministries. Founder and Director Luke Niebergall has addressed the body of Christ around the world through corporate gatherings of believers. Luke serves the body of Christ as a prophetic voice by developing healthy prophetic cultures where God can move and speak. Welcome to Kingdom Revelations. A little while ago, I was, I was spending some time with the Lord, and I was just waiting to see what was on his heart, when all of a sudden he, uh, he began to give me a, a vision from his heart. And I felt like it was a message for the church today. And so in this vision, there was a group of us, and there are hundreds of thousands of people from the church just sitting around the throne of God. And Jesus was sitting on his throne, and all of us were worshiping him, and we were, we were singing out to him, just saying, holy, 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 and holy, holy, holy. We were just singing it over and over and over again to the Lord, and all of a sudden, Jesus, he, he rose from his throne and he stood up and he was about to say something. And all of us, we just, we just stopped everything that we were doing and we were waiting on Jesus to see what he was going to do. And he stretched his hands out like he was going to pray over us or, or prophetically declare something over us. And all that he said was he said back to us, he said, holy, 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 holy. And he said it over and over and over again. And, you know, what Jesus was doing was he was actually prophesying holiness over the church. He was declaring holiness over the church. It's almost as though he was raising the standard and raising the bar a little bit where, you know, I believe that what God's doing in the earth right now is he's he's actually calling us to a higher standard because God wants to release something very new and very fresh over the earth right now. And he's actually calling us to a place of holiness and fear of the Lord and, and reverence to the point where we'll be able to actually steward what the Lord is releasing over us. You know, so I want to chat a little bit with you guys today about about the fear of the Lord and about holiness and and what that is, what that looks like. You know, because if you look historically with the different moves of God that have happened and the different revivals, it's it's amazing to me how much repentance was a part of revival and how much the fear of the Lord was a part of revival. You know, and it's I was just uh, speaking at a conference a little while back here and even in worship, it was like, you know, God was pouring out miracle signs and wonders and it was awesome. But there was this this moment with worship where it was like everyone was on their face weeping and God God just showed up and we just sat in silence for about five minutes straight of just like people were afraid to say anything because it was like the throne room of God was in the room and it was like this this holy fear of the Lord where it's it wasn't like I'm afraid of you I want to keep my distance from you it's like I I see you in a light where there there's there's a newfound respect of understanding your holiness and who you are where it's like there's this understanding where it's like you're not to be taken lightly Lord you're so good but you're not to be taken lightly because of how good you are. But it's amazing to me, though, how much repentance was a part of revival and moves of God in the past. And we can even see this when Jesus was on the earth, you know, before Jesus started his ministry, John the Baptist was appointed. He was appointed as the forerunner. His job was to teach the message of the baptism of repentance. Before revival even started, repentance was taught, and it was a part of positioning people's hearts for what would be released. And then the second that Jesus gets on on the stage in ministry, all of a sudden he starts teaching the same thing, you know, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And you know, repentance, it doesn't look like groveling on your face before the Lord. It, It simply means to change the way that you think. It's like God's way is so good and it's so great that we actually need to change the way that we think and repent because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. There's a better way of living life available. 
One of the reasons why repentance is so important is because, you know, it's, it's not necessarily for God in the sense that God's not a control freak. God wants us to live in a place of holiness and to have a posture of repentance because without that, we can't live to the fullness of who God has actually created us to be. It's actually for us. It's actually for us so that we can experience the fullness of our birthright through the Lord. And I want to show you this because, you know, all throughout Proverbs, we see Solomon talking about how the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And it's so powerful, but there's so much misconception around what the fear of the Lord is. And it's actually right in the Bible. It's in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 13. It says that the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. So as believers, we're actually called to hate evil and we're called to hate sin. And the reason why we're called to hate evil and hate sin is because God hates evil and he hates sin. We can look at that truth and and see it just as a truth and believe it blindly, but it's important for us to understand God's heart behind that. Why does God hate evil? Why does he hate sin? And the reason why is because sin and and evil, they, they hurt God's children. It's wild because even this, this concept of the fear of the Lord, it all comes back to the heart of God loving his children. And that, that is just so wild to me. It's so important for us to understand that. It's like we need to hate evil with the Lord because it, it actually hurts us. Through the cross, like, sin doesn't necessarily separate us from God anymore. Like, we, we live righteously with him. We're in right standing with God because Jesus died on the cross and rose again. However, if we're living with sin in our lives and we're living with compromise, it doesn't change God's heart toward us in any way. God doesn't take a step back, and sin doesn't become a barrier. However, sin begins to change our heart a little bit. And evil begins to change our heart a little bit. Compromise changes our heart. You know, and what it does is it actually creates a veil where we actually aren't seeing the Lord properly and we're not seeing ourselves properly. So it doesn't change God's heart towards us. However, we begin to distance ourselves from the Lord because that's our natural state. When we sin, it actually wounds us. So we take a step back from true love. You know, and that's why God wants us to to be realigned a little bit. You know, we we need to understand that this actually does affect us. You know, I've heard people say in the past, they're like, following Jesus is just too big of a cost to give him everything. Like, I'll give him parts and not all. And that's just craziness to me because, you know, when, when you've encountered that love, you begin to understand that compromise is too big of a compromise. Because it's like, I want to let him into the deepest places of my heart because I want to encounter the deepest places of his heart. Like, they're actually, I don't want sin to be in my life. I don't want wounding to be in my heart because I want him to touch every single area. And it's it's actually too big of a cost to compromise, you know, and God wants to shift our perspective a little bit. I just want to finish this off just with sharing a, a vision that God gave me before. And I, you know, I've shared this in past programs, but I want to share it again because I feel like there's something on it with this message. A while back, I was waiting on the Lord and I had this vision and I saw God's throne and coming from God's throne were, were two rivers. But, you know, they weren't rivers of water. They were rivers of fire and they were pouring out over the nations. And when I asked Holy Spirit, I said, what were these, what are these rivers? And he said, he said, um, there's a different name for each river. And he said, the first river of fire is called the fire of revival. And the second river is called the refiner's fire. And then he said this to me, he said, you can't have one without the other. He said, in order for you to experience the fullness of the blessings of the fire of revival, you need to embrace the refiner's fire as well. And what the refiner's fire does, you guys, is it, it, it comes and it burns away the chaff of orphanship in our hearts so that we can stand as refined sons and daughters, so that we can experience the fullness of everything that God has for us. You know, so I really, uh, just right now, as you're listening and you're just waiting on the Lord, I just want you to position yourself to receive. 
So Jesus, I just bless every listener right now. And God, we just embrace the fire of revival, but we also embrace the refiner's fire to come. And Lord, I pray that you begin to stir inside of us just a healthy fear of the Lord and a healthy reverence for you, Lord. And God, I pray for this right now that we'll actually see your heart behind this, where it's like you want us to walk in holiness and repentance. You don't want us to walk in compromise because it actually hinders us from knowing you more. And God, that this is all about your heart. This is all about you just loving us, Lord. So I just pray this right now over every single listener, Lord, that we'll just have a a healthy fear of the Lord. God, so that we can walk in true wisdom, that we can walk in true love. God, so that when you're moving and pouring out, God, that we we won't settle for less, but God, that we can walk in the fullness of what you have for us, Jesus. So Lord, I just pray this right now in Jesus' name. And I pray just, uh, I just pray for a revelation of holiness to be set apart in you, God, that we won't compromise. And I'm not even talking just about the big things, Lord, like, you know, adultery and lying, all those things, Lord. I, I pray even for the small things. It's like, how are we managing our time? You know, are we spending all of our time on Netflix and Facebook or are, are we in the word? Are we, are we spending time with you, Lord? Are we spending one-on-one time with you to get to know your heart more? It's like, Lord, I pray that you just, you call us to this higher standard of holiness to be set apart in you, God. So Lord, I just pray that over every single listener and I pray it right now, God, that it'll just go deep inside of their heart, that we will just take you so serious, God, because you're, you're so full of love and you're so good that we need to take you that serious. So I just pray this right now in Jesus' name. You have been listening to Kingdom Revelations, a production of Royal Identity Ministries based in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. This teaching is available to be shared or heard again on soundcloud.com or as an iTunes podcast, Kingdom Revelations. To learn more about Luke Niebergall and his ministry, visit royalidentity.org.